0: What's up, everybody? This is Jay Short, a.k.a. Head Honcho, and I am back once again with another episode of the Head Honcho Sports Podcast. Um, This week, we're going to be talking about um, Cam Thomas' performance against the Lakers in the preseason, Um, and next we're going to cover some of my former teammates from high school um, in their their week four performance against one another, um, Murray State versus Eastern Illinois. And then um, the last, I'm gonna save. I'm gonna save the Bears for last. I going to talk about my Bears and their um, week four performance. It was um, I like what I saw, but um, we'll get into that a little bit later. So um, I'm gonna start out start off with you know Cam Thomas. Um, I always said that Cam Thomas was one of the best players in this year, in this year's draft. Um, I felt as if a lot of teams were gonna regret passing up on him because he's just such a dynamic scorer. Like he's just, you know, he's crafty off of screens, you know, you saw you saw a little bit of it in summer league, you know. Um he's crafty. He can come off of screens like I said, he can come off of screens, make plays for other people, you know, stuff like that. And he's almost he's 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 close to being a polished scorer right out of college. You know, he's um it's crazy to think that because, you know, you, you know, rookie, some rookies, you know, have to take time to develop and stuff like that. But I honestly believe he's one of the best offensive players in this draft. And you saw like I said, you saw it a little bit in summer league, but in this preseason game against the Lakers, he had 21 points. And from the from the plays, from the plays I saw, you know, him, um, you know, maybe coming off of screens or maybe, you know, setting, creating, his own, creating his own shot. Um, you just saw that, you know, he he knows what he's doing, you know, and he's not he's not the typical rookie. And I feel as if it's going to be really scary. And and maybe I'll say maybe three or four years for the league because to be around players like Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden, every single damn practice to be around scores like those guys and to be a prolific scorer yourself right out of college as a rookie the sky's the limit you know he's he can learn so much from those guys and i'm sure they know it i'm sure they know he's not he's not just this typical rookie that you know needs a lot of help needs a lot of work he's 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 a he's a bucket you know he's a real tough bucket and i feel as if you know he can be he can be in the rotation honestly i honestly believe he can be in the rotation you know it's It's hard you know to evaluate rookies in the preseason i know that but you know um i I feel like he has a chance to be in the rotation simply because a coach like steve nash an offensive minded coach i honestly don't believe that he can just let cam thomas sit on the bench when he knows that he can get 15 points any given night he can honestly get 15 maybe 20 any given night in the nba as a rookie and that's crazy to say but um he had he honestly has a chance to be in the rotation um you know steve nash you know you you can't deny buckets no matter the age limit you know you can't just turn your head you know away from you know a guy that can create for create his own shot create for other people you know and um i feel as if steve nash is and i i know steve nash probably knows that already simply because they drafted him i'm sure they know what he can do so um it's gonna be it's gonna be great to see him how he develops and um, hopefully, hopefully, you know Steve Nash. He um, he realizes that you know he has a hidden gem in Cam Thomas. And you can, when I was watching, you know the highlights and stuff like that, you can tell from the bench, you know Kevin Durant, Kyrie, and uh, James Harden. They didn't play because um, it's only the preseason. And so of course I wasn't expecting those guys to play, but you can honestly tell that you know they know that he has something. Every time he made a shot, every time he made a move, every time he created for someone else, you know, those guys were standing up, cheering. Yeah, you know, you know, like, they were basically, you know, like, hyping his head up because they know that once this guy gets going and once this guy actually knows what he's doing and gets used to the league and gets used to the speed of the game and gets used to, you know, what he can do offensively draw, as far as drawing fouls, as far as, you know, using everyone's weakness to his advantage, it's going to be scary for the league, and like I said, some of those guys like KD, Kyrie, and James they saw that so, um, next we're going to get to my uh, former teammates from high school Uh, I'm excited to talk about this, because you know it's like, you know when you spend so much time with teammates, it's like they become brothers to you, you know, and You know these guys are really my brothers you know they can text me call me for anything you know and and it would be like you know we we never you know stop stop talking you know stuff like that so i'm gonna start off with i'm gonna start off with um a linebacker um elijah what's he's um in high school you know he's a young guy you know he's he he was a he was a young guy you know he's always he know he didn't really play too much he didn't really you know He always showed up and he always was, you know, acted older because, you know, from a young kid, he always played older. You know, I remember as a freshman, you know, he was playing. He was getting reps on the varsity team just because, you know, of his of his mature of his maturity, you know, and he was he was a great athlete. You know, you can't deny a great athlete. You can't just, you know, put him on a lower level when, you know, he's a great athlete. You know, we can use him. Um, So, yeah, he plays for Eastern Illinois as a linebacker, like I said, Um and next we're going to stay with Easter Illinois running back Harrison Bay Bowie. Um, I played with this guy for what was it for two years no a year no no two years I'm sorry two years I'm sorry yeah two years um in the game against Murray State he had 13 carries 41 yards um and you know he's a very he's coming off a, a injury you know these, this is this is you know his basically his first year in action and um you know watching those highlights you know it seems like you know he's he's reading he's reading um the offensive line well you know and you know taking the opportunities that he's given you know he's making he's making the most of them and that's all you can ask from a player from a player um in college you know just to work hard and you know make the best of your opportunities like i said um and lastly we're gonna get to um dj williams quarterback for murray state um he's a freshman. Um, and he had his first touchdown in the game, first collegiate touchdown. And I was so excited for that guy, man, because, you know, like I said, all three of these guys are my brothers, you know. So that was very exciting to me to see that because it's like, man, like, you know, you see these guys from, you know, freshman year of high school and, and you know, from we were, we were kids, you know, till now, you know, seeing this guy score, score a touchdown in college. He had four carries for 20 yards. And like I said, that first touchdown. And um, you know all the all the supporters. You know they came out to support. I, I saw some of my coaches at the game, stuff like that. So that was just nice to see. You know him elevating and stuff like that, and seeing him. You know being where he wants to be, playing college ball. So um, I'm very proud of those guys, and um, I wish I wish them nothing but the best. And um, now let's get to my Bears. Um, I was I was um. I was happy with what i saw from the bears um mainly because bill laser and i can't thank bill laser enough i honestly can't because he made that offense look like a well-oiled machine and i'll get into why i think that um it was just more so of there wasn't hitches in our offense you know everything was consistent everything was you know Everything was calculated. And I feel as if Matt Nagy didn't do that. You know, you can, it was a night and day difference from Bill Lazor and from Matt Nagy. And, you know, I hope Matt Nagy never calls another play on offense again for this Bears offense. Because Bill Lazor, he captured Justin Fields. He captured his strengths and he attacked his strengths. You know, he set him up for success. And you can only put a rookie in the best positions that you can. And I, I feel as if Bill Lazor did that, you know, he, um, like I said, Justin Fields, he performed well. Um, this is his second start, first win as a starter. He performed well, you know, he came out firing, you know, he came out aggressive, you know, it was a couple long balls at the beginning of the game, you know, he came out aggressive, you know, he's very elusive because you know, of his athletic ability and, Like I said, I like what I saw from him. You know, it was it was a very, like I said, very calculated game plan. And you can only hope to hope to see that hope to see that every game. You know, you you can only hope because, like I said, with the Bears, it's always, you know, I feel like I feel as if it's always something, you know. And I I hate to say that, but it's kind of true because, you know, I always want the Bears to be consistent. But, you know, stuff happens and like I said, I hope Bill Lazor continues to call these plays because there is no way that after that kind of performance on the offensive end that they give the play calling back to Matt Nagy. I just honestly don't think that would happen. And um, I saw his uh, postgame interview on um, on social media, and he was basically saying that, you know, I handed off the play calling the Bill Lazor. I did this. I did that. It was a lot of eyes in his in his statements, the whole post game press conference. And I was just wondering, like, how can a guy that stunk up the place the last three weeks can say, I did this, I did that when, you know, we were begging and pleading you to not call the plays, you know, and feel as if he wants to take credit for that when it's not his that's not his credit to take it's all Bill Lazor it's all you know Justin Fields keeping his head up you know keeping a positive mindset you know and and trying to be a leader even though he's a rookie you know and I, I just didn't like that from Matt Nagy like you can't you can't just try to take credit for something and you know you didn't succeed when you did it you know and you know it's tough to say that but like I said, I hope Matt Nagy, I don't believe, like I said last week, I don't believe he can run this offense the way it should be ran, the way we saw it last week, this past, I mean, yesterday, excuse me, the way we saw it yesterday. I just don't believe he can run that offense the way it was. And a lot of people think that, you know, I've I've, I've seen on social media, I've seen on um, sports shows that, you know, Matt Nagy isn't controlling the offense the way it should be controlled He isn't running it the way it should be ran He can't coach a guy like Justin Fields Because he doesn't realize his athletic ability And he doesn't put him in positions to succeed As a rookie You know, it's bad enough that he's a rookie So you, I, I, I believe that you have to You know, make Him Like make him Not make any drastic decisions Just put him in simple spots Where you know for a fact He can make a play That's all I ask of Um, this offense and bill laser because Matt Nagy doesn't realize that he doesn't realize what needs to be done and um I didn't I didn't I didn't expect you know for us to lose against the Lions but I did expect us to like on the defensive side I expected us to basically not be lackluster, but I thought we were going to be more, you know, more reserved this game because of the last because of last week's game against the Browns. I I thought we were going to be you know more reserved and come out you know a little flat, only because of that kind of performance. You know, it, we we were bad last week. It was just point blank period. We were bad, and I thought we were just gonna you know come out on the defensive side of the ball and just. You know like I said be relaxed and be reserved but that wasn't the case you know our team leads the league in sacks right now um and defensively you know we were solid you know the the Lions made a lot of mistakes mental mistakes and you know that wasn't on our on our you know that wasn't on us but the Lions are a, a good team like I said they play hard and that's all you can really ask of a team but they're just not talented enough and we capitalized on their mistakes and you know we came up big you know so I can only hope that this continues i honestly do but um yeah it's just it's just it's just only a matter of time i believe to where Matt nagy gets fired but um hopefully hopefully that's soon sooner rather than later um next week we have the raiders and you know the raiders are a tough team you know they are really tough we'll see what happens you know khalil Mack used to play for the raiders so um, we're gonna see what happens then hopefully we'll come out with the with the win and um i saw on social media as well that um andy dalton might come back this game he might start this game um and hopefully you know he can continue like picking where we left off you know on a on a good week and you know you know hopefully he can have the same success as justin fields had and um this just occurred to me that um i didn't i didn't really want to i wouldn't expect him to talk about this but um, I want to talk about my Bulls for a second And I want to talk about the NBA as a whole um, You know you have a lot of good scores in the NBA You have a lot of You know Talented players I feel as if the Bulls are going to make the playoffs I feel as if the Bulls are going to you know do well during, Throughout the season However I just believe that you know We don't have enough talent to um, Compete with teams like Brooklyn, Milwaukee You know Atlanta You know Philly um, I feel as if we could be a top five team in the East. However, we can't compete with those top dogs, like I just said. Um, but you know, hopefully, Alonzo Ball—he, I feel as if he hasn't reached his po- full potential. Hopefully, he can, you know, with the Bulls. Hopefully, you know, he realizes that you know he's a great point guard. He can do a lot of gr- a lot of great things. Um, and I hope DeMar DeRozan, you know, takes that next big step. You know, he hasn't really been himself these past few years in San Antonio. Obviously, he put up decent numbers, but. You know, um, I feel as if he hasn't really had a big season in a while, you know, and I hope that's this season for us because, you know, I just want to see us see, you know, we haven't made the playoffs in a, in a few years. So I want us to, you know, just take into account that, you know, this is our time. You know, Patrick Williams, like I said, he's a great player. I can't wait to see what he becomes. And um, Zach Levine, you know, he's going to do Zach Levine things, you know, exciting dunks, you know, um, three-pointer, stuff like that. He's a three-level scorer. So hopefully, you know, we can capitalize on us having all of these great players this year. You know, I know it's not going to be overnight thing. I know we're not probably probably not going to gel as well at the start of the season. But hopefully, you know, that can change. And um, like I said, these top dogs, so to speak, you know, like Brooklyn, Philly, Milwaukee, um, Atlanta. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch. You know, it's they're they're gonna it's I feel as if it's gonna be closer than people think. I think Brooklyn's gonna come out on top at the end of end, but it's gonna be closer than people think because you know you can't count Milwaukee out. You know, they're the defending champs. You can I will never count a defending champ out. You know, they're the defending champs for a reason. You know, they just won a chip, you know. they it's it's tough to win a chip. So I will never count the defending champs out. So I, I think it's gonna be tougher than people think. When it comes to, you know, the East and the top dog, so to speak, Um, out West, um, the Lakers, you know, like I said, um, you can never really count out, you know, the defending conference champs. I feel as if Phoenix, Phoenix is going to do what Phoenix does. You know, they're going to be a great regular season team. However, when it comes to the playoffs, I feel as if, you know, they're going to be lackluster offensively um just because they don't have a lot of guys that can really you know go get a bucket you know they have Chris Paul they have Devin Booker Devin Booker is one of the best young players in the league however they don't have enough offensively to compete with teams like the Lakers and you know maybe Denver maybe Utah stuff like that so it's going to be fun to watch you know it's going to be fun to see I want to see what Portland does I want to see what Dame does um I feel as if Dame you know I want him to win I want him to start winning because he hasn't been able to get over the hump with Portland. You know, I feel as if CJ McCollum needs to, you know, pick up his pace because last year he had really – he didn't really have a great playoffs. But I want him to, you know, start coming into his own and coming, you know, coming ready to play because Dame can only hold up for so long. You know, he's a great player. You know, he's one of the best point guards in the league. He can only hold up for so long, you know, and hopefully, you know, he comes to play. Hopefully he helps him out, takes the load off his – takes the load off his shoulders. And um, Denver – you know you have the you know reigning mvp and nikola Jokic. um i feel as if they're going to be great you know i feel as if they're going to take that next step especially michael porter jr i feel as if he's going to take he's going to take that next step you know just seeing him get that uh, major contract extension uh he's going to take that next step to being a great player and i believe he's going to be either this season or next season because you know he's very polished you know as a young player you know coming out of college you know a lot of people thought that he was injured his back he, he thought his back was gonna, you know, gonna hinder him in playing, you know, and having success in the league. However, I never thought that was the case because, you know, a scorer is a scorer. You know, he, uh, if you can get a bucket offensively, you can get a bucket. He's six ten. He's long. He can shoot three ball, and you know, hopefully, they can gel quickly. You know, Jamal Moore is coming off an ACL tear, so hopefully, he can get back to his bubble form. I always say bubble form because, you know, in the bubble, he was crazy. You know, having having fifty point games, forty point games, stuff like that. So. I can't wait to see that see the NBA I can't wait to see how things go and um, with that being said this is the end of episode four of the head honcho sports podcast this is Jay Short aka head honcho and I will see you guys next week